0: Sahana Vabadu Sahana Bunaktu <speaking> Sahavidium <in> Karabahai. They just win Abadhi Tama Stoma with Vishabahai. Om Shantishan <language> Tishanti. Terry wants one now. You want? Yeah, you sure? no you can it's no, in English glasses. oh glasses okay okay yeah all right you can you can listen and memorize and you can hum it afterwards yeah jagrat svapna sushop jagrat svapna ya samvidu bate ya samviduchandra ya brahmadi pipilikanta tanushu ya brahmadi pipilikanta tanashi prota jagat sakshini prota jagat sakshini saivahanna chadrishya Shavati. Why is uh, there is a little uh, what's the word for it mm, lag in the chanting? And lag means kind of a tiredness. Yet one more class, yet one more chant. You know, so I want to, uh, I want to you know bring out the inner pep, correct? That inner pep is a is a what's the word for it? Is the precursor of Atma. <laughs> so when the inner pep is there, Atma is seen more clearly through the verses. Okay. So I'm hearing like this Jagrat Swapna Sushukti Shu Sputatara Yasam Vitu So let's pep it up. Jagrat Swapna Sushupti shoes put Jagrat Swapna Sushupti shoes put a wow, this is heard all over the world. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> ya Vidujrimbate. Yasam Vidujrimbate. Yabrahma, Yā the Pili Kantatanusho. प्रोटा jagasakshini साक्षीनी प्रोटा जगत् Chanda-lostu Satudvijostu Guru Chanda-lostu to Chanda-lostu Chanda-lostu Satudvijostu Guru-Hu Ityesha Manishamama Guru-Hu Yeah, so one more time together. Jagrat Swapna Sushupti Shu Sputataira Yasambhidhu Drimbhate Yaprahmaadipi Protajagat Sakshini Sakshinni Han Chadrisha was with the Dread of Pregnapi, One more time Sava Han Chadrisha was with to Satu Guru. This is the chorus. Chandalostu. Sometimes a, uh, some texts say Chandalostu or Chandalostu doesn't matter. You know, Chandalaha. You know, Eva Chandalaha here. Yeah. Chandalaha, born of Chandala, that also is there. Same, no difference. You know. And I told you what Chandala is. You know, somebody of a mixed birth lineage. The, you know, societies which have certain, you know, ways of looking at things, certain hierarchical ways, anybody who's not falling on this side or that side is immediately suspect. So, that is what the whole thing is. So, chandalostu, sachudvijostu, or chandalostu, it makes no difference in the meter. Very interesting. This meter is called shardhula vikridita. The baby tiger at play, because it has that certain way, you know, you not the adult tiger at play, that's little more dangerous. So <laughs> you know, because it could be playing with you. So therefore we don't go there. Baby tiger, you know, little tiger let. And what is it doing? You know, it is chasing after a leaf and then it sees some small thing. A mouse, field rat, or mouse, and then it goes after that. Then it gets distracted and goes after something else, and then it uh, chases its own tail. So it's it's the baby tiger at play. And and if you listen to it, it's a very uh, it's a very uh, wonderful meter. Not easy to compose in. I'll I'll share something about it. Um, uh, Not the easiest of meters to compose in. And uh, what it is is that it has three long syllables you know look at that jagrat and and that jagrat because it is a conjunct you know conjunct syllable it automatically becomes long so jagrat that because it is half there it is the the syllable before the conjunct consonant uh, becomes automatically long and uh, you know so the three long syllables and again saivaham you know anuswara is long already you see so, three long syllables and after that, you know, short, long, short, long, short, long, it's the baby tiger, you know. And so, here the last line, whether it is chandalostu, because that chand, even if it is chand, becomes automatically long, Chandalostu also, for a change, it doesn't matter in the meter, okay? Yeah. So, this is the chorus. Chandalostu, satudvijostu, guruhu. Uh, sah api that api which is in the third line has to be brought down yeah has to be sent to the the sent to the last line that api shabda because it doesn't make any sense over there this chandalostu satudvijostu guruhu, that pragna api that that api is brought down so uh, sah api yeah, that is what that api comes in the description of the guru. Api means what? Also. So, the whether the person is a chandala or dvija, dvija means what? Born twice. Go. How is one born twice? The, yeah, the brahmopadesha, the thread ceremony makes you. Makes a second birth, yeah. So the word dvija means somebody who's undergone the thread ceremony, meaning who's qualified to study the Veda. Chandala not qualified to study the Veda. So the two doesn't matter whether it's a Dvija qualified to study the Veda or Chandala not, not qualified to study the Veda. You know, doesn't matter who it is. The one, drida Pragna Yasya Chet, the one who has certain knowledge and what that knowledge is, we'll find out soon. The one who has certain knowledge about what? One's self, certain self-knowledge, you know, uh, self knowledge with certainty, not a certain self knowledge, no. <laughs> self knowledge, the one who certainly knows that person is a guru. You know, Sahapi Guru, who? Whose guru? Mama Guru, who? The word mama is there. Sahapi Mama Guru, who? How many gurus do you have? Are you a guru collector? <laughs> we know that uh, Adi Shankara's guru was who? Govinda Pada Jarya was the Adi Shankara's guru. So how many gurus do you have? How many gurus do you need? And most importantly, what will you do with all of them? <laughs> you know, you can't say one guru for home, one guru for office, and one guru for social settings. Uh, you know, there is only, you know, one guru. So here, when he says, Saha api, he also, whether the person is a chandala, or whether the person is a uh, dvija, so happy Mama Guru, hu. you know, as long as the person has Drida prajna, prajna, means an unshakable knowledge, the knowledge that cannot be shaken out of the person. You take the person and go like this, you know, <laughs> the knowledge <laughs> doesn't come out. Yeah, that is, in fact, that is a Nyaya, that is a lo- logic. sthanu nikandana Nyaya yeah sthanu means a pole so like for auspicious occasions in india and you know what you do is you erect four poles and then you uh, put some mango leaves banana leaves on the poles and then you make a uh, nice awning with the help of um, coconut fronds that coconut palm leaf fronds you interweave them into a nice awning and that shows that there is free and wonderful food inside for as long as that awning is up. <laughs> that is how it is. annadanam is being done here, some shubha, some auspicious occasion is happening, marriage, something or the other. That means what? It's an invitation. You can go in. So when you erect these poles, you know, that, that, that awning, it has to take the weight of the awning because sometimes fruits and flowers are dangled from it and so many things, you know, coconuts are dangled from it, all these things. And uh, so it has to take the weight of that false roof that is being erected. So they put the sthanu, the poles in place and then they shake it to see if it will come down before actually they erect the, the awning. So this is called Nikandananyaya, meaning you put the, you know, you put the, the, the one who thinks I am a gnani or the gnani be in hot water, correct? And then see whether the the, the knowledge has washed away or not. That's what it is. And then, of course, you just, you know, the jnani wannabe or the one who thinks I'm as good as a jnani puts the toe in the water and says, Oh, no, 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 not happening. Then what? Back to shravanam, back to the drawing board, back to mananam, back to nididhyasanam This is a nididhyasana grantha. You know, it is assuming you already know. That's why I'm talking like this. So, so the one who thinks I'm a jnani you know, either puts herself in hot water or somebody puts him in hot water. Doesn't matter. Somebody means what? Their own karma and the situation at hand, you know, puts them in hot water. And then, you know, the, the real strength of the person, like the tea bag, is ascertained only in hot water. <laughs> How strong they are, correct? So here, dhridha pragna means unshakable. So one is immersed in the knowledge, or the knowledge is has become one with whom that person you cannot shake that person. Strong winds of misfortune, fears, tears, whatever comes one's, one's way, the knowledge remains unshakable for such a person. I'm just doing the the what's that the chorus. After that we'll come back the the refrain. So, such a person, whosoever they may be, may they be a chandala, who, is not, who never even heard we for Vedanta, or may they be a dvija, the one who is, you know, authorized to study the Veda. Saha mama guru who first meaning. That person is also my guru. How can you say that? Don't you already have a guru? Yes, but I thought I'd have one more. <laughs> no. No, I didn't want another guru. But this Chandala who I met on the road was really mad to pacify him. I said, you are also my guru. No, (laughs) that also cannot be because we are talking of Adi Shankara who doesn't need to pacify anybody. And so what is the reason he says, Saha api mama guru that api shabda when you bring it in, that's the meaning it gives. Because... What is a guru first we have to understand. We are not talking of life guru, stock market guru, music guru, dance guru. Who is a guru? You know, Mahavakya Upadesha Kartahi, that is the one. Indeed, that is the one who is guru. Mahavakya Upadesha Karta. what is that? You know, the one who teaches the, the sentences from the Upanishads called mahavakya what is the mahavakya jeeveshwara yoho aikyam you know that that, that vakya which unfolds jeeveshwara yoho aikyam that vakya that unfolds the oneness between ishvara and between jiva yours truly and ishvara the one that is unfathomable the 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 the, the truth of oneself as the whole, as non separate from the cause of the universe, that vakya is called mahavakya. Such sentences proliferate in the Upanishads, and the one who unfolds those sentences is the definition of guru. Mahavakya karta hi guru. And then, and, and the word guru itself, uh, gu, gu stands for darkness or ignorance gu is ignorance and ru is the sun that removes the ignorance the sunlight of knowledge that removes the ignorance mm-hmm. andhakara nirodhitvat guru hu iti abhidhiyate gukarah andhakaro vai rukarah tat nivartakaha tan nivartakaha. andhakara nirodhitvat guru ritya person is known as a guru because the word gu stands for ignorance ru is the remover and so guru means the remover of self-ignorance so how will the gurus remove self-ignorance by being first of all firmly established in the knowledge and second of all in inheriting the ability to teach from his or her guru and being able to teach that correct Here, the difference between the subject matter and the person who is handling the subject matter is not there. Unlike so many other branches of, unlike every other branch of knowledge. You know, if you teach microbiology for 10 years, you don't become a microbe. (laughs) Whereas, Brahmavit Brahmaiva Bhavati, the one who knows about Brahman is is non separate from brah- Brahman. Bhavati doesn't mean becomes here. Very unbecoming to translate like that. Bhavati here means the one who is who is who knows I am Brahman is has become one with the subject matter because the subject matter is just the matter which reveals everything about the subject. So the subject matter and the subject are are not different. And the differences between the subject and the subject matter do not matter because the subject is is the same. The subject is the the subject and the object of the study, quote-unquote, is also the subject. So the subject before knowing was subject to sorrow and, and abjectly distressed and then after knowing becomes free of the sorrow. And what is free of sorrow? Brahman. So what are you? brahman so therefore there is no difference between the subject matter and the person who expounds it so anybody whose knowledge is unshakable and who is able to expound that knowledge is the same as my guru because what will my guru teach the same thing what does my guru embody the same thing what does my guru you know um, talk about and teach me same thing So this one, if he knows the same thing as my guru, that guru tattva being the same, he also is adorable, respectable, just like my guru, regardless of his kula. Kula means lineage. We we are not interested in his lineage. And, you know, because we saw he's a very uh, learned chandala, very learned, and he's giving all kinds of Vedantic metaphors. And uh, so this is so that that is the first meaning of the last line you mean it has another meaning yes <laughs> it is to do with the placement of the word mama so the first placement of the word mama qualifies guruhu saha api mama guruhu one meaning and in the next meaning we can take mama to qualify what let us see manisha because it's because of its proximity with manisha and because of the possibility you take mama to qualify not guru in the second instant to qualify what manisha this is my understanding this is my wisdom this is my you know this is the full you know gamut of my understanding my manisha what that happy guru not my guru that person is also a guru the one who teaches this the one whose knowledge is uh, drida and then what this is my understanding do you see the different uh, things in the first instance this is my guru and then you know esha manisha you don't qualify the manisha it is understood it is mine only who who uh, which other manisha will be writing about i will be writing about so it is my manisha and in the second instance it is, you know, first instance, this is my Manisha. Second instance, this is my Guru. So the word Mama follows the logic of Dahali Deepa The Dahali deepa is a light, a, a lamp kept in the compound between two houses. Which yard will it illuminate? Huh? Which will it shed light on both the sides, correct? So the word Mama is... Lighting up the word guru uh, and it's also applicable to Manisha. So both those ways we can look at it. This is also, these, these are all the hallmarks of wonderful writing and great poetry. And uh, of course, you know, unparalleled wisdom. So, what is it that the person should know to qualify as Adi Shankara's guru? <laughs> Let us, that's the first three lines are talked about that so jagrat Swapna, we have seen the first line jagrat svapna sushuptishu sphutatarah ya samvit udhrimbate must be understood as prakashate not that it is comes out no there is no coming out prakashate that which shines prakashate ya why is it called ya she she samvit means myself. Oh, so I am essentially a she? Yes, all the texts say so, including panchada, she. No, it is, it is, it is immaterial, whether it's a he or a she, the point is to go beyond the gender. And so, as I said last time, the Veda does a lot of gender bending, Param kinjit, saa kashtha, saa paragatihi. And Sanskrit lends itself to this he, she business. Sometimes you get confused, you know. Like there is a sentence, Sheetahi Sa Jalasya Prakriti. <laughs> so Jalam is neuter, correct? But then Sheetahi Sa, how can you call Jalam Sa? No, 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 that Sa is qualifying the Prakriti, the nature of the Jalam, which is cold. <laughs> you know so like this you can you can do a lot of gender bending and you know you can do that in Sanskrit because we have all the three genders in certain languages like Hindi, there's only masculine and feminine no neuter is Marathi also like that neuter yeah so Hindi is unusual. The whole world is cut up into masculine and feminine with very hilarious consequences. You know, chawal, masculine. You know, dal, masculine. Then you mix the two, khichdi, feminine. <laughs> In a way, it is not to, you know, Jagatav Pitarav Vande, the mother and the father of the universe, because everything is either mother or father. It's kind of nice. But this is what the whole thing is. So, with is Sa on purpose, because usually we say, you know, so many things, we either say Atma, masculine, and even in that Mahavakya, you know, Tat Satyam Sa Atma, Actually, it should be tat satyam, tat satyam, tad atma. No, no, no. Tat satyam, that satyam which you are in search of is this atma. And atma being masculine, the pronoun saha is qualifying the the qualifying atma. So like this, we, we get this. So that the person is constantly on their toes because the gender identity is very difficult to give up. very very difficult to give up and uh, it is uh, it's a very primary identity very difficult to give up and so therefore it is just so close held to the heart and so therefore here you know one is befuddled wait a minute you know so the the, you know uh, men reading it might think wait a minute where did this ya and sa come from you know I thought I am a man and then this with the truth of me is Sa. Sa means she. So the truth of me is she. Ayo, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> I want it to be he. You know. Don't worry. He is included in she. Yeah. Even in the if you if you write S-H-E, H-E is included in SHE. That is what it is trying to say here. <laughs> Sa samvit. Ya samvit, that samvit. Beautiful word. Samvit. Samvit means the the existence, the is-ness, you know, that qualifies all things. ghatas samvit. Patas samvit. You know, so ghatā means. Pot. Pata means cloth. So pot is. Ghatas with pot, pot is means what? Pot knowledge is. There is no pot without pot knowledge. Yes? Yes. Say yes. So we can move on. Yeah. You know. There is no pot without pot knowledge. It's very simple really. Because when I say pot is, what is pot other than all knowledge? Knowledge of how, you know, the shape is, what the size is. All this is just, you know, that's all it is. Pot is nothing but knowledge. And so, patas samvit, ghatas samvit, all these things. So, samvit means that knowledge, which is is ultimately, when I own up this knowledge, I say it is chit, my sentience. That sentience is, is itself chit. Because what is that part knowledge? That part knowledge means I am able to appreciate that knowledge, correct? I cognize that part and I see it as that which is nothing but a manifestation of that knowledge and that manifestation of the knowledge which completely obscures, you know, makes it disappear the differences between subject and object. The object resolves into the subject, the subject is subject, Subject is no longer subject to any more duality. That is what is called samvit. So, ya samvit ut jhrimpate, that samvit which which shines without being a doer, Haan. which shines the light on the whole world, you know, just even though the word shines is a verb, correct? Kashate is a verb, kash to shine, chakastre deep tau to shine. So, kashate, when you say, that means this, the sun shines. Correct? But is the sun an actor while it shines? No. Even though we are forced to use the verb shine, what we mean to say is that it is just being itself. It's just being its own nature. It's not doing anything. So, similarly, this samvit prakashate, udjrimbate, when... You know, and that, the the word when, what it qualifies will be in the locative case, Jagrat, Swapna, Sushupti, Shu. Sushupti, what? You know, sleep. Hopefully that's not happening right now. And and then Swapna, that also should not be happening right now. dream, either daydream or or other kind of dream, REM dream. And so, hopefully, what state should we be all in right now? We can't answer because we are not in that state. <laughs> so, which state should we be in? Jagrat, waking state, correct? Yeah. And you see, that is why it is so, uh, it is so illuminating. Why the waking state becomes so addictive? Why it is the most difficult to falsify. I can falsify sleep. That's not real. I can definitely falsify dream. Thank God that's not real. That was a nightmare. But it's very difficult to falsify sleep because all the activities happen here. Sorry, waking. It's very difficult to falsify the waking state because all the activities happen there. And there is the subject-object difference. Which keeps shining, and the subject can't sit quietly. Goes, keeps on handling the objects, man handling the objects and doing something or the other, you know, deforesting the mountain tops, you know, polluting the waters. Whatever the subject is doing, the subject is constantly doing something, interacting with this, with the whole world. And to make matters worse, some traditions say there's all this you have dominion over, finished, you know. That's, that's the end of it. And so like this, the waking state is very, very difficult to falsify. But from the standpoint of this knowledge, the one who knows that even in the waking state, I am not the doer, I am that shining samvit that is shedding the light on all the doings and all the happenings. Because the waking state seems like a real home, it's not. It seems like a real home partly because it is sahaja, it is set up. You know, because I have sense organs, correct? I have the ability to pick up smells, I have the ability to see, I have the ability to touch. Of course, let's not forget the this little three-inch fellow, the tongue. I have the ability to taste, I have the ability to hear you know, and, you know, just enjoy the music. So I have all these things. And why have they been given? Why have they been given? They have been given so that I can be asleep all the time? No. They they have not been given just so that I can sleep because in sleep all these things are not active. Even though we have heard That there are some stories of people getting up, what is that called, somnambulism. Getting up, going to the fridge and helping, (laughs) eating a big meal and then in the morning denying that they have done so because they have no memory whatsoever, right? Even though we say that, but still the food tastes much better when you are (laughs) awake. You know. Unless you're on Sol yent, You know about Sol yent? No? Oh my God. It's okay. So I have to tell about this. Yes. So this Solient, S-O-L-Y-E-N-T, is a drink. It's a drink which is for people who don't feel like cooking. <laughs> it has all the nutrients, and then it comes in two versions non-vegetarian which is the default one and if you want the vegetarian version you write to them and ask then they will send you the vegetarian version all you need is one cup of oil olive oil or something and then you mix that and you mix another cup of water i'm not making this up really it comes in a bag and then you uh, and it comes with a scoop and then you eat one uh, you know which probably tastes like cardboard somebody had said and then sawdust so you have one cup of sawdust with the oil in the morning and then another cup of not sawdust solient in the in the in the evening in lieu of you know fruits vegetables Nothing is needed. None of this. No, no farmers market, no Saturday market. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to clean. You don't have to peel. You don't have to cut, you know, in artistic shapes. You don't have to cook it. You don't have to then eat it. You don't have to do anything. Then where to keep the leftovers? Then you have to wash dishes. Oh, my God. This is so easy, you know, solvent. You know, you just uh, it's it's a solution and uh, the man, a young man who didn't feel like cooking, he came up with it. And uh, before he unleashed it on the world, he himself was on it for five years. And he feels, you know, even better than the person who, is, who was born in an organic vegetable patch and <laughs> who, who grazed on the front lawn for lunch and in the back lawn for dinner. Such a person, all well, you know, like the salt of the earth kind of organic person, even feels better than that, supposedly. Okay? So one is not in the waking state to be on Alright? Yeah. That was the whole idea. Sometimes you have to give the example, then you have to explain the example. So... One is one is not born to be in the waking state in order to just, you know, not use the senses. So one is using the karmendriyas, organs of action. One is using the sense organs, jnanendriyas. And one is using them and enjoying. So, so, So the body becomes what is called bhoga ayatanam. A vehicle for bhoga. Default value. Of course, I have to work hard and make it a vehicle for yoga you know, literally by doing asanas when nothing bends and <laughs> figuratively by bending the mind, you know, to to avoid all the ragadveshas there. So I have to, that, that's what I have to work towards. But then the waking state is for bhoka, so that I can interact with all the things. And that is why, you know, nobody even thinks of samvid. Nobody is even interested in some ways in the waking state. Not that they are interested in sleep. Because you know in sleep state no Vedanta class is possible even though you may beg to differ. You know (laughs) no Vedanta class is possible in sleep. Forget dream and even if you dream that some guru came and taught you what they taught will be a mystery. Because you will not remember upon waking even if that were to happen. Chances are that you may not remember. So, the waking state is the time and the place to be aware of my ignorance and to do something about that ignorance by understanding that what that ignorance which I am aware of cannot have, do anything to me because I am that awareness itself. That awareness called consciousness here is Samvit. So the one for whom jagrat Swapna, sushupti is all one and the same, in jagrat avastha doesn't get caught up in the subject-object as though duality, and doesn't complain because the anatma is proliferating, atma the not I has taken over the I, and I have no room to breathe. I need more space. You know, I'm overwhelmed. I need a vacation. How was the vacation? Well, I am more tired after the vacation than before the vacation. So what to do now? Have a staycation. This is a new one, staycation. How do you have a staycation? You don't tell anybody you are there. You pretend to go and you draw the blinds and creep around in your own house (laughs) like a thief and call that staycation. Correct? So all this is not there for whom the one who has recognized the, the spoof of the waking state, the sleeping state and the dream state, that these are just states for that stateless Turiya, which is unfortunately called the fourth, but from the standpoint of my own ignorance it is called the fourth. There is another name for some with it, its Turiya. It's not the fourth state, nor is it the fourth estate. It is in fact that stateless truth which visits all the states. These three states, the one, the, the, the consciousness, that conscious being who visits these three states is called what? Turiya or here samvit. The one who is in no doubt that even in the waking state, I am that samvit alone and then what the one that uh, you know so, first is avastha. So, avastha means in all, uh, first you take care of the time. In all periods of time, regardless of one, whether one is sleeping, one is awake and one is, you know, dreaming. Regardless, one knows, uh, one identifies as she. <laughs> Who is this she? with, you know, in this case. Or Chaitanyam, it doesn't matter. As long as you know what you are identifying is, is beyond gender, that consciousness, that awareness, because of which there is gender, because of which there is every difference. Sputatara Samvit ujrimbate That is connected to time. In all periods of time, I know this. And the next one is connected to space. In all spaces, I know this. How Brahmadi. Brahmadi means starting with brahmaji who is revered as the one who is the responsible for this creation the lord in the form of the creator is called brahmaji ya Brahmadi, adihi means starting with lord brahma and ending where pipilika pipilika is a long name for a small little insect called ant yeah You know, so starting with Brahmaji, who is a huge persona because this is the creator of the whole universe, and ending with the tiniest creature. You know, what is smaller than the ant? One small girl asked me this. It's a riddle. What is smaller than the ant? The food that it eats. (laughs) So, one girl asked me this. Can I ask you a riddle? Sure. What is smaller than an ant? And I knew there must be some trick there. But I was thinking of all microbes and everything. You know. And she wasn't thinking about that. She said the food that it eats. So, so starting with Brahmaji, you know, big personage who has created the whole universe who's credited with being the creator to the tiny creature inside. I mean that, you know, we, we, we stop at uh, short of using the mic- microscope. What you can <laughs> see with the naked eye, you know, this little ant going about its merry way. Pipilika anta. So starting with Lord Brahmaji and ending with a small little, you know, small little what? Ant. Tanushu. In these bodies body means upadhishu, in these upadhis, in these so-called container, this samvit, the samvit is what is occupying these containers, these so-called containers. Ya Brahmadi kanta tanushu, in all bodies. So don't think only Brahmaji and that, what about this body, what about that body, what about dog, cat, everything is included when the biggest to the smallest. That which occupies all spaces, all bodies. Prota. Prota is a very interesting word. Ota prota. You know, prota means uh, what is that? Woven. Like even, it is very difficult to make out the yarn in fabric. So the yarn is woven in the fabric, prota. Ota prota. You know, the Ota is the warp and prota is the woof. So that you know, that the, the the filaments of the yarn which go like this and which go like this. Why is it called woof? Don't know. Because when they were doing it by hand, each time they went like this, it would make that sound woof, woof woof and so that's how you knew the weavers lived in this particular area so that's why it was called woof not because it looks like a dog no you know <laughs> warp and woof or warp and weft you know it has different names so ota prota so one is horizontal one is vertical to make that fabric the yarn which is being put there and that is so this is prota means where is this samvid you can't take out If you take out the yarn from the fabric, you know, what will happen? Yeah. One will be wearing emperor's clothes. That's what will happen. (laughs) You know. It's like a small child, you know, must be never left unattended. After, you know, keeping the knitting, you know, the mother is knitting something and has almost finished the sweater or whatever blanket or something like that. And the doorbell rings and goes and starts talking to the neighbor. And meantime <laughs> the child starts to unravel and it feels good also. Ah, there's nothing not a better feeling. Because then you we can't stop, it's addictive. And you know, everything comes off. And then you say, you know, then the mother comes, what happened to the blanket? What blanket? All there is is wool. <laughs> So, really speaking, when the bodies unravel, all that is left is samvith. The bodies are meant to unravel. The bodies is just like a body, you know, on the knitting needle. It's just like that. Its, it's, uh, its status is just like that. It's just so flimsy. It is not even there. It's just an as though. And then it is just when you take away the samvith, if somebody says I'm not playing, I'm going home, then what is left is nothing. And that's what we were studying in the chanting class. Yaya vina jagat sarvam mo kam unmattavat sada. Ya devi vaga dishthatri tasyai namo namaha. In eulogizing goddess Sharada, you know it is said that. Yaya Vina, without whom the entire Jagat goes into Maunam, incapable of speech. Why? Because she is the Adhisthatri of Vak. She is nothing but the, the goddess of speech, the Adhisthana Devata, the presiding deity of speech, meaning she is the power behind the speech. Unto that goddess who is nothing but the power behind the speech. Namaha, my surrender. Because of whose grace I can even sing this, you know, glory. I can even chant this because of whose anugraha. Namaha tasyai. Namastasyai. So very beautiful. So like that we have to understand this samvit That she who proliferates, prota, in, in the whole universe... In fact, she is the universe. When you take away the universe, when you take away the samvit, there is no jagat, no jagat at all. So the jagat is nothing but her presence. So she is prota, just like the fabric is, uh, is the, the, the uh, yarn is prota in the, in the fabric. When you take away the yarn, there is no fabric. So too, she gives the reality to the fabric of the universe. If the universe is the fabric, she is the yarn, she is the material, you know, and also from the standpoint, she is another standpoint, she is the maker. She is both the maker and the material here known as that consciousness, which is manifest as the maker and the material. So in other words, her presence is the presence of the whole Jagat, devoid of which there is nothing. So, Jagat Sakshini, Sakshini means in that she is the Sakshini, she is the witness. Meaning, if she is fabricated into the universe, that means she is no longer there. No. So, that means she is the witness. Witness means the intelligence, the knowledge. But she is also the fabric, which means she is the material. She is the, you know, non-separate Maker and material, which resides in that one samvit, which is free of makerhood, which is free of materialhood. Understood? Yeah, very hoodie. You know, very difficult sometimes. But it's it's uh, easy when you look at it this way. So, for to make anything, you need two things. You need the material, right? The raw material, like even, let us take this example. Like even, what is the raw material? Clay. And then you need somebody to conceptualize this pot. That is the knowledge, the intelligence. But when we buy objects like this, gold, ornament, uh, pot, etc. What do we have? We don't bring home the potter. We don't bring home the pot maker. Otherwise, we are in trouble. Each time you buy something, the maker comes along, you know, her husband, his wife, and then their dog, cat, children, all of them you feed as long as you're using the pot. Thank God that fellow or felly, whoever it is, stays at home, right? They're not there. What is here is only the material, but the knowledge is there. But we are looking here, when we lo- look at the Jagat, the maker and the material are just with that one presence, that Samvith, which is the non-separate maker and the material. The Samvith does not become the material, remains the maker, does not even become the maker. maker is maker is, is a status. Attributed to that when there is the jagat to reckon with. So that status of maker and material, the one who morphs into without undergoing any change. Abhinna nimitta upadana karanatvam Attributed to this samvit, Abhinna non-separate. Nimitta intelligent cause. Upadana (coughs) material cause. Karanam. So that cause which is at once the material and the maker without either having become the material or the maker. That retaining itself. Therefore Jagat Sakshini. You know. Prota Jagat Sakshini. And then you know. And then this this is the truth of the universe. And what does this person, this Chandala know? Sa eva aham. That she, I am, usually we say soham. This is a nice change, saham, saham. Why you always soham? You can say saham, saivaham. And in teaching, I, I clearly remember, in teaching this particular mantra, uh, Puja Swamiji made a very nice know, uh, joke. He said that when the brahmachari first comes to the ashram, he says soham soham and then he falls in love with a brahmacharini and he says saham saham meaning i can't live without her you know so he would joke like that with the sanskrit but um, anyway saivaham saham she alone who is this she the one who is the witness of all the three states and the one who is the witness of this whole universe manifest as the universe but hasn't become the universe is the knowledge behind the universe is the very presence that has constitutes uh, that has constituted this universe without undergoing any change herself formless, nameless but we have to call her something we'll name her Samvit it's neither he nor she even though we are saying she Saibaham that has been identified as me alone Saivaham, and if I am that, then what am I not? I am not anything that I can objectify. I am not this body, I am not the mind, I'm not my sickness, I'm not my prana, I'm not my gender, I'm not the things I possess, I'm not my back balance, I am not my occupation, I am not my house, I'm not my spouse. None of this can affect me. What am I? Samvit. Nacha vastu. eva aham. Nacha vastu. And drishya vastu means anything that I can objectify. Even as a witness. Dhridha prajna. Not that once in a while I know I am Samvit. Morning I know. Because I have just woken up from sleep. No one has phoned. I haven't checked email. Ah. Bliss, Samvid, aham, saiva aham, ring, ring, telephone. Oh, I'm no longer Samvid. Why? Because I became identified with Drishya Vastu. Afternoon again, a growing moment of clarity. A moment of clarity visited and alighted on the head like even a butterfly. But then, like the flighty butterfly, flew away also. That is not Dhridak prajna. Dhridak prajna is Sada. I am always Samvit. Today Samvit. Tomorrow Samvit. You know. Sarvasu. Avasthasu Samvit. You know, so you know all the tanus, all the bodies, same samvit, regardless of space, regardless of time, samvit, samvit, samvit. Alone I am. That timeless samvit, spaceless samvit. I alone am. Despite having a loda loda gada gada body, despite having a mind that I feel like saying never mind, despite having the senses that don't work, that drive me senseless, I am still what? Samvit, samvit, samvit. Dhridhap prajna. Dhridhap prajna here is thitap prajna. Talked about in the Bhagavad Gita. Dhridhap prajna. Yasyapi. Whoever it is. Yasyapi chet. Whoever. Yasyapi asti. Whoever that prajna is there. Chandalostu. Satudvijostu. Let them be anybody. Let them be anything. You know. Guruhu mama. Mama guruhu. Or it is. Or, or and. It is my own. It is it's my own understanding, Manisha. My wisdom tells me that this is what you know the whole thing is. This is the this is the truth, that person is a guru, this is my understanding, that person is also the my guru. That is my understanding. Brahmaivahamidanjaga Sakalam. <laughs> Bram Haiva Hamidan Jagat Chasakalam. Bram Haiva Hamidan Jagat Chasakalam. Chin Matra Vista Ritam. Chin Matra Vista Trigunaya sayam chaitanya vidyayadhinaya sesham it is not shesham. sesham sesham maya sesham mayakalpitam sesham mayakalpitam maya maya itham yasya dridamat sukhatare Nitke pare near Malay. Nitke pare near Malay. Chanda lost to Satu Dijo Suguru. Chanda lost to Satu Dijo Suguru. Yeah. So, another big bombshell, <laughs> this verse, because first it was what? Jagrat, Swapna, Sushupti, Shu, things we could identify with. You know, Sushupti, of course I can identify with. And, you know, Jagrat sometimes. And, uh, you know, I can identify with that. I can und- identify with the fact that there is someone called Brahmaji who is the creator. I can get that. Pipilika, of course I can understand. And now suddenly what? Brahmaivaham idam. Brahmaivaham Mahavakya. All of a sudden. What a jump, you know. A big jump. Up till now I was just talking about myself. And that was comfortable. Because I am not this, I am not this. Neti neti. You know. Neti neti. Because of this neti 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 neti. I have come to the conclusion I am not this body, I am not this mind I am not the waker, not the dreamer, not the sleeper I am comfortable because it is all about me Yes, I am Samvit Ok, no problem What is this Samvit? Brahmavaham <laughs> This Samvit is nothing but Brahma What is this Brahma? Brihi. Vrithav Vridhau means what? Vriddhi means that which is huge, big. But big is relative, right? Mm -hmm. Mustard seed big, Mm -hmm. ant big, mountain big, you know. Big and small are relative. There's a big difference between saying, you know, this is a small mustard seed. And this is a small mountain. <laughs> yeah. This is a small mustard seed, but a small mountain. Small mountain it was one story where, you know, this particular community somewhere in England were very proud of their mountain. And then the person who was, you know, supposed to do the survey went up and... Uh, Declared the mountain to just be a hill. Community was outraged. How can you make our mountain into a hill? And he was going to write the report, you know, in two days or something like that. He was going to come back. And all the people got together and packed up the mountain. They carried the earth, (laughs) packed up the hill. So the next day when he came to measure it, it was indeed a mountain. So the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain. (laughs) So what is this big and small? Big means what, you know? Small means what? And uh, so that is all relative. But here purposely the size is not given. It's not mountain big. It's not galaxy big. It's not black hole big. It is not universe big. It is just... Big. How big? Limitlessly big. Brahma, which includes everything. All the black holes, galaxies, big mountains, small mountain. All bigs are included in this big. But you cannot say this big is bigger than the all the bigs. Because bigger is what? Tarap. Tarap means what? Comparative. So we can't even say biggest. Thumb up. You know. Brihataram, Brihataram we cannot say. Brihattama we cannot say. We guessed we cannot say. Brihattamam if you say that, that means there are certain others which are not as big and there is a comparison. How many Brahmans are there when we last checked? One. So when there is only one, this tarap, tamapau, you know, these these tarap and tamap do not come into the picture. Comparative and superlative, you know, you cannot do that when there is only one. When there is only one, you cannot say, it's the tallest mountain. When there is only one mountain, there is no need to say tallest. There is no need to say taller. So Brahman means that which is limitlessly big. And it's purposely left unqualified. And so we can take it to mean unqualified bigness. A bigness that is unqualified. We'll just see the meaning of the words, and then tomorrow we'll take up the uh, the verse. So that Brahman alone I am, Brahmaiva aham. Eva means I'm nothing else other than that. Oh, really? You are Brahman. What about this jagat? What is this jagat? Your Tata or what? What is this Jagat? If, if you are Brahman, what is this Jagat? You can't just swallow the Jagat. You can't take Eka Poshanam. Eka Poshanam means you can't sip it like a Tirtha. You know, in one in one sip you cannot sip away the Jagat. What is this Sakalam Jagat? This whole Jagat is what? chinmatra vistaritam, chinmatra vistaritam means it's just an extension of this Chit. Where did this chit come from? Chit is the same as samvit, okay? Yeah. Sa samvit, now idam chit. It has become <laughs> neuter. See, I told you, this is the whole point. So it is just a manifestation. Vistaritam means it's a spreading. Consciousness said, I'm going to spread myself. <laughs> and when, so like jam. <laughs> you know consciousness said i am going to spread myself unlike jam the butter is also the, the bread is also consciousness you have to understand that you know consciousness said i am going to spread myself and then i asked consciousness yes dear consciousness i understand what you are saying on what surface are you going to spread yourself and consciousness replied, I am the surface, I am the spread, I am the knife, I am the spreader, and then I am the heater also. <laughs> what a lovely spread, correct? So this is what it is, the surface is also that consciousness alone, the act of spreading without a being an action is also consciousness. The action is consciousness, the actor is consciousness, the material is consciousness, the knowledge, where to spread, how much to spread, what not to spread and to take back whatever has been, you know, finished spreading, you know, certain things that are spread have to come back. All that is that chit alone. So this Jagat you don't have to worry about. Once you say you are Brahman, this Jagat is accounted for very nicely. Chinmatra Vistaritam. Vistaritam is really spread. So the Chit, it's a spread version of the Chit. In other words, it's a manifestation Mm -hmm. of that consciousness alone. And then what? Then, Sarvam cha etad avidyaya trigunaya. No, first let us, let's have a little fun with it. Sarvam chaetat maya kalpitam. Ayayo. First you are declaring you are Brahman. Are you out of your mind? You are that limitlessly big. When you are 5 foot 4 inches, you are declaring yourself to be Brahman. As though that is not bad enough. And what is this Sakalam Jagat? You are saying that it's a spreading of this Brahman alone. Brahman putting on weight. Literally in the Mundakopanishad, it says, Tapasa Chiyate Brahma. Chiyate means becomes big, becomes bigger. Like even you put, uh, what is that, some seed in the water, it, it, it uh, increases in size. So, like this, Brahman pregnant with the universe increased in size, big, and then. So, when I asked, what is this Jagat? Oh, that's just an extension of Brahman. Who made this Jagat? Who made all this? Sarva etat maya kalpitam. How old is this universe? When we last checked? 14 billion years ago. Okay? Big bang. And how old are you? When were you born? 1971. You know? <laughs> you were born in 1971 and the world was born you know 14 billion years ago then how can you say sarva etat maya kalpitam this is made by me you know this is exactly the question the, the arjuna asks the lord in the beginning of the fourth chapter you know he says that uh, you know how do i you say you know because bhagavan says that uh, this knowledge was taught by me to Vivaswan, You know, and before him to Manu. And, uh, and this, and, you no, know, Vivaswan taught Manu. And Manu who, Ikshvakave abravit You know, Pura This was all taught by me before. And then Arjuna says, how do I understand? Because I know when you were born. You have Rohini Nakshatra. And, <laughs> you know, you were born in a particular Rohini star. We celebrate your birthday on the rainiest day in August, on Ashtami day, called Janmashtami, because that is we celebrate your birthday. So that was that means there was a time where you were not. And then how, how can I believe you that you were the one who created all this? And you, you taught Ikshvaku, you taught Manu, you taught Vivaswan. Vivaswan means the Adhisthana, the deity of the sun, from whom all the Suryavanshis, the sun clan has come. So how do I believe this? And Lord Krishna declares himself at this time as an avatara. And he says, you know, very simply and very humbly he says, Bahuni me vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna. Both of us, you and I, have been around <laughs> for a long time. Here what? You and I doesn't mean Krishna and Arjuna. Jiva, Arjuna, Ishvara, the Lord. So the Jiva and Ishvara have been around for a long, long time. What is the difference? <laughs> what is the difference? Tani Sarvani Aham Vetha. Aham, aham janami, natvam vetha parantapa. You may be the vanquisher of enemies, but all those births and all those times that I have taken birth and all the times that you have taken birth, I know. And what do you know? Nothing. You don't know yourself. You don't know anything about me either. You don't know me. You don't know you as you. You don't know you as me. You don't know anything. You see, so it's a jiva ishvara Samvada there, because the jiva is talking and you know, wondering, how come you can say you know? And Adi Shankara commenting on this says that, uh, you know, uh, Arjuna wanted to hear from the Lord's lips that he is the Lord. That is why he forces him to say that by pretending to not know. So coming here, same thing. First is Brahma, eva, aham, idam, aham, Brahma, eva, aham, Brahma, I am Brahman. you declare with alacrity and then you reduce this jagat to just a, you know, we can say a reflection of the chit if you subscribe to the, you know, avabhasavada that was spoken of earlier or you can say it's a, just, uh, it's it's just an extension, a manifestation of this chit. If you uh, subscribe to the, the other one, what was that? Avabhasa uh, Pratibhimbavada and avachedavada So if you are an avachedavadin you will say, it's just a manifestation. So many upadhis, one chit, which is occupying all these upadhis. Okay? So you, the jagat, you have swallowed up the jagat. You are declaring yourself to be limitlessly big, you know. So who made all this? (laughs) Sarvam etat maya kalpitam. To add insult to injury, you say, you have created all this. Which you? Which you? That is the question here. Which you? The complaining you? You know, no that same you which is the witness of the jagrat swapna Sushupti, that samvit which is sarvasu avasthasu the same in all the states and that which is in all bodies without being any one thing which which uh, pervades all bodies all minds without being any one thing that formlessness is me that me alone sarvam maya kalpitam and is this Jiva talking or Ishvara talking? Very interesting. The Jiva that has discovered I am Ishvara talking. <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm, I'm going out of turn because this is, this is a nice way to understand it. So uh, Sarvam Maya Kalpitam. How and what is involved in this Kalpana? Kalpitam here is a make-believe. All this has been conjured up by me like even a magician and his partner. Sometimes there's a magician and the partner, both of them put a show together. And it's a wonderful show. And what happens? The calls an assistant. The assistant gets into a long chest-like box. And then he asks for a saw, a hand saw and calls somebody from the audience and makes them test it. It is indeed very sharp and he saws the box in half. Meanwhile, you see the head coming out of one end of the box and you see her toes and feet coming out of the other end and the hands are here (laughs) through these holes and then they separate. The feet are going this side and the head is going this side and all the... You know, people are just you know, wrapped on stage. How is this possible? How is this possible? And then it is brought together, and the lady jumps out. nothing has happened to her. There were actually two ladies, one with the <laughs> curled up, you know, doubled up. in half of one half of the box is one lady's head, and in the other half of the box box is the other lady's you know toes and in between there is also a partition so that accidentally the knife doesn't go and cut off a few toes and you know yeah like that this is the you know this is the trick correct but that trick is enjoyed by everybody all the whole audience wah wah taliyah, taliyah. clap clap oh my god how is this done oh no that's amazing whether it's that trick or that Houdini trick Houdini puts, you know, Houdini or his uh, shishyas now, you know, they put themselves into a box and throw away the key and they, you know, uh, tie themselves up. Shackle themselves, put them in in the box, throw away the key and the box is glub, glub, glub into this huge tank weighted down with stones. And then while you are fascinated and watching the tank, he comes out and takes a bow. He has escaped. You know, he must have a twin brother. (laughs) Who deny? who doubty. Yeah, one is in, one is out. You know, maybe as a you know twin brother or some some other way this must be done. They will not give up the trick because if, if you give up the trick, then nobody will come the next day. So they have to put some masala, some garam masala, some pepper, some some you know, chat masala you have to keep, and you have to keep it going, keep the show going. And so the show is fascinating why because i don't know so the jagat is fascinating because avidyaya kalpitam <laughs> from the standpoint of the jiva avidyaya kalpitam maya kalpitam because you, you you cannot go to ishvara and ask did you cause avidya ishvara is going to say not me i did not cause co- avidya who caused avidya Jiva has to say, guilty as charged. (laughs) Why did you cause avidya for yourself? Because I did not know the truth of myself. Because I identified with everything that I am not. So, avidyaya here means, you know, because of this jiva. Avidyaya kalpitam. And from the standpoint of the jiva, avidyaya kalpitam means what? Prati bhasikam, a double reality. Everybody sees double, you know. (laughs) What is this double reality? My own self, you know, the, the objective reality, Ishvara Srishti, on top of that, overlaid by my wrong drishti. Avidyaya Kalpita Drishtya, overlaid. So therefore, everything is hazy. Everything is confusing. Because things are not as they seem. Why? Because... I look at it with glasses of longing, glasses of frustration, glasses of, you know, non-acceptance of what is. So when I'm always looking at something, wishing that it wasn't, then it's going to appear distorted. It's going to appear scarier than it is. It's going to appear frustrating. It's, It's going to appear as though it's threatening my existence. So, avidhyaya kalpitam means what? Jivena. So, from the standpoint of the jiva, since the person is what? Fully dipped in avidya, like even a, you know, like a, a fruit dipped in chocolate. This jiva is fully dipped in avidya. Dipped in avidya projects that avidya powerfully onto the universe and that becomes the cause of Dukha, dukham. What is the what is the end result? Dukham, end result of my own projection. Dukham, sorrow, sad, 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 sad. Becomes a sannyasi. Sad, Ananda. <laughs> somebody came, you know. Somebody wanted me to. Uh, translate for this some Swami called Sadananda and uh, and then I said uh, and she said there's a Swami coming Sad Ananda and I said are you sure that's his name yes (laughs) are you sure it's not Sadananda that I don't know but it's S-A-D sad plus Ananda Sad Ananda Sad Ananda. Somehow it was, I can't even replicate that. And uh, poor, you know, very sad if you, <laughs> if you are coming to the West to have that kind of a name, you know. Yeah. But even without that name, <laughs> everybody is a sad Ananda. You know, even though they are Ananda by nature, sad by stature. Yeah. <laughs> This is what the stature is all drooped. Sad, sad, sad. It's that samvit alone. svapna susupti shu Ya Udrimbade, that which shines as itself, that limitless which is which is manifest in everything, starting from the, 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 the creative force to a small creature, it is that alone. And if I don't know that I am that, then what? Ananda, nature, leads to sad stature, sad ananda, that's what it is. So, the one who, who has, you know, uh, dukkham, that is the one, maya, kal, maya kalpitam, <laughs> sakalam, etat sakalam, maya kalpitam. The double reality, even I am powerful. Jiva says I am powerful. I have projective capacity. I project my own reality on top of Ishvara's reality. But your own reality is causing you sorrow. Yes, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I, I, I hope to work on it. If not in this life, in the next life. So my own projection, I have to learn to withdraw. I have to learn to withdraw. How? By first learning to be in Ishwara's projection. Learning to accept that which is. Not because I see it is. It is and therefore I see it. I learn to live with my feet firmly grounded in the everyday reality which is Ishwara's rishti without my drishti coming into play. And that is also then when I look at it like that, you know, Trigunaya Maya. This Maya, which is called, which becomes avidya for me, but for Ishvara, she is all knowledge. She is that partner of this magician called Ishvara, who meets him step by step, who meets, matches him step by step at every step she is there, and she is manifest as the material, and she, you know and ishwara you can say is the is she in the form of knowledge and they put on this wonderful show called the jagat which is which is painted with three, with the uh, three colors Oh, red blue and uh, yellow no 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 sattva rajas tamas the three gunas are the palette of maya with which everything is colored she has colored in everything including you know, the bodies and the minds of the jivas who keep saying, let me out, (laughs) let me out. It's like a tapestry with a lot of drawings and people and, you know, farmhouses and smoke coming out of the chimneys and then sunrise. And then what else? You know, animals, a very pastoral scene, which is embroidered. And imagine all the characters coming out. And all the characters saying, I'm trapped in this canvas. Help me out. I want to get out. There is no getting out. One is trapped. Why is one trapped? Because of the second avidya. Second meaning of the word avidya is because of my own projection. First meaning of the word avidya is maya. Maya shakti which is all knowledge for Ishvara." Which imbues Brahman with all knowledge and gives Brahman the status of Ishvara, that same Maya, when it comes even close to the Jiva, becomes Avidya, manifest as ignorance. All knowledge from the standpoint of Ishvara, from the standpoint of this miserable Jiva, all ignorance. So, Avidyaya Maya Kalpitam. From the standpoint of the jiva, I have a very rocky relationship with this jagat because of my own projections. And when I withdraw that, what do I see? Trigunaya kalpitam. I see that this is a wonderful manifestation of Bhagavan. This is a wonderful manifestation of Bhagavan. Who made it? You know. Saisham maya kalpitam, not shesham. Saisham, ishena sahavartate, saisham. Saisham, along with Ishwara, I have created, I too have created. And when I don't know, I wallow in the the, uh, stagnant waters of the results of my wrong projections. And when I know I delight in Maya as the authoress of the three gunas that had that has colored this whole universe so brilliantly, I can appreciate the infallible nature of this universe. I can even appreciate my place in it. I can appreciate my time in it because I know I'm spaceless, timeless, some width uh, which is now in this you know mantra called Brahman and you know this is what it is maya kalpitam yeah so enough for today quite a lot uh, we have done more we'll pick up tomorrow because this brahman i did not want to start because it's a long discussion we will we will get there tomorrow okay yeah om um, purna pur nasya pur purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadayapurnameva Shishyate Om shanti shanti shantihi Om shri gurubhyo namaha harihi Om